Hey, Nick. Hey, Jeff. What's going on? I'm getting ready to light up a Bishop. I just had a Gator. That's awesome. Aren't they great cigars? You know, they really, really are. You can pick up your own Bishop and Gator over at MartinezCigars.com. MartinezCigars.com? MartinezCigars.com has the Bishop and Gator in a variety of size packages. (laughs) Packages. You would like that, wouldn't you? (laughs) Anyway, head on over to MartinezCigars.com for the Bishop and Gator. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, it's Gator. And on the line, we have Trent, one of our listeners who won the uh, Christmas Carol contest. And today, Trent is going to be serving a very important role. He's going to prevent me from getting shanked. <laughs> because Trent, well, no Greco-Roman possibly. wrestling over this one. Exactly. So, so the deal is here. And, and by the way, dude. The Christmas stuff was awesome. Oh, no, we're going to get to that. You, that was phenomenal. <laughs> we're going to get to that. But but Trent uh, is going to be serving as the third panelist in today's episode, which is the championship round champion. of the Battle of the Budgets. <laughs> yes. So we we kind of decided that we needed a third, uh, third palette here, third opinion, because once we got to the, as Jeff likes to call it, the Funnel 4. Yes. Things got really, really tight, and... Well, it's because they funneled down into that, you know, four. Anyway, um, things got really, really uh, tight because those cigars were all pretty equally good. Oh, absolutely. And it's hard to kind of pick a winner uh, out of that, and I really thought we were going to end up shanking each other during those rounds. It was go we, time. We managed to get out of those rounds, but now... Unscathed. Here we, here we are sitting here with the uh, Tadascan Yellow Series... And the Plan B Habano from Oscar. I will tell you, oh Lord. I spent a lot of time in Tadaskan. We've covered but, that already. But that being said, I'm not going to give it any preferential treatment. I'm going into this clean palate. I'm going to judge the cigars on their merit. That's good. So, but, but a shout out to the fine people at Tadaskan. So, okay, real quick before we get into uh, their which, warriors, which Nick, one we're going to. Okay, which one we're going to smoke. The, uh, the, the, Trent, the, have you ever been? I have not, no. no. And, I, and I actually wanted to ask you, do you know, kind of in all the COVID stuff, I know some of the third world countries have had, diff, you know, different results of COVID, you know, different yeah, economic Tata, stuff. Tata I didn't know, you know has, how the has, people of Tadascan have. They, they have not gone unscathed either. Done. This pandemic is yeah. worldwide. So, yeah, but I, you know, I pray for them every day. Anyway, so the thoughts Tata- and prayers. <laughs> thoughts and prayers. So the Tadascan Yellow series features a uh, Habano wrapper and a uh, Corojo binder and filler made up of Corojo and Honduran uh, Habano tobacco. Yep. And then all we really know about the Oscar Plan B Habano is that it has a uh, Habano wrapper. Okay, that's, then. That, that's what we know. Yeah, it does seem to be darker. It is a little darker, yeah. yes. Um, I don't. Oh yeah, I don't. Know. I can see my the Plan B's a couple shades darker than the Tadascan. So. Trent, if you don't mind, you give me a second. I'll get mine out of the cellophane. <sighs> anyway, dear God, come on! We have work to do here. It's in there. We have work <laughs> to do, like legit work to do. Seriously, got it. Thank you. You get so triggered. You just go on so long with that gag. 
never gets old, Trent. It really, never gets old, buddy. It really does, actually. It, it's old, like, almost the first... Never mind. <laughs> never mind. He's so bitter. All right. So, all right, we're going to let uh, Trent choose. Which one are we starting with? Mm. So the whole deal here, Trent, is that we're going to be smoking two cigars through this show, and... Uh, the way I figure is we'll probably take it to what? Maybe the halfway point? I was thinking the the first third. At least the first third. Yeah. And then we'll light up the second one. Light up the Get other. that one going. And then by the time it's all said and done, you'll be, you know, double fist. We, like, we have teas here, yeah, full you know, disclosure, yeah. for uh, palate cleansing purposes. It's true. Yep, it's true. Got some Sam Adams cold snap. There See? you go. So. He chose wisely. <laughs> he I like that. <laughs> so, so, okay, well, we, what are we doing? The test? Awesome. I say we start with the plan B because it okay. came already out of the cellophane, so you know it was it was ready to go, rocked and loaded, and ready to go. That's All right. right then. Yep. So it's now rocked time. and loaded. What is that? <laughs> Shut up. That's you even don't even a I, that. I, I, I was, you know, I I meant to say locked and loaded, and I, I should have gave him a pass. And I didn't, and you know, you called me out on it. It did. Just you're a cock. But anyway, so guys. The official cutting is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company. Where Crest, we are. Crestwood, Missouri. That's true. Right now. We are currently at Riverman Cigar Company uh, doing this uh, this call with Trent via Zoom. And we're sitting here. We've got, we've got Dan the Man. We've got a couple other folks here watching this. And this is great. You know, we're having a good time. And I'll tell you what. I want to thank Dan, and we're gonna we're gonna bring on Dan we at are? the end of the episode for a for a split second. We're, we're gonna bring on Dan. So that was that, my idea, Trent. It was not. <laughs> That's how I remember it. Anyway, we're gonna bring on Dan <laughs> so that we can uh, we can thank him for this because you know Dan has been so awesome throughout this. He 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 pulled together sixteen different bundles, uh, budget cigars, and you even gave him a curveball. Because you initially brought a cigar in from uh, Indiana, that's true, to be part of this, and Dan was able to. Uh, that's true. There was more. There, there was one that uh, I won't. I won't specify, but there was one that he didn't carry that he was able to procure more, and yep. um, in case it went on further and everything. So no, I mean it. It's all worked out, and it's all thanks to Dan and his collection of uh, quality budget bundle cigars. That he's cultivated up, you know, because he recognizes that the average smoker needs to be able to have some uh, low cost options available to them. You have to, to cut the dollar cost average. There you go. Exactly. If you're going to smoke a twelve dollar cigar, out. exactly, smoke a four or five dollar cigar. Precisely. We can't all yep. be smoking that hundred dollar unicorn, you know, all the time. <laughs> Ever. You know what? I could pull that <laughs> off. <laughs> right. I could probably pull that off for about four days, and then it would just bankrupt me. That's how precarious I am financially. That's what you always say about girls that are looking for a sugar daddy. That's true. I can fake it for a week. But then after after that, that's when she realizes you got no money. Exactly. (laughs) She was like, wait a minute. This gift card's empty. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Trent's been listening. I like it. He's been listening. (laughs) Referencing the gift cards. Gift cards and money. Good. Well, anyway, Dan, the man over at Riverman. I don't know if he offers gift cards. If he does... I mean, I, I would for a gift card, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> anyway, the point is, it's time we go ahead and cut the cigar. So, 
I need to borrow your cutter. I knew it. <laughs> He's like sitting there staring longingly at the cutter, and I'm like, he needs to borrow the cutter. <laughs> I have a lighter, though. I think you brought that, though. No, that was on the table. That was community lighter. Okay, then I'm using a community lighter. It's a house lighter. Yes. <laughs> Look at that. I went with the V as well. Exactly. There we go. All right. Cold draw. Here we go. You know, I every time we advance along in this, I always think, I probably should have gone back to the other episodes that this cigar was in to figure out like what I got from yeah, it before. And I, don't and I do never do. So like we could be giving like our third version of the flavor notes on this thing with <laughs> this episode, but I'm getting a hair of sweetness like dried fruit. I was gonna say like, yeah, like a little a, bit of sweet, like but that's bitter yeah. chocolate kind of thing. We're all over the place, aren't we? We are all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a bittery chocolate. I definitely get that that little bit of sweet, but not yeah, let's do the cold not, retro. Not very. Cold retro time. Guy. Oh, yeah. I, I don't. Just that, still that I, little bit I, of sweetness. So, Trent, are you pro-cold retro or against cold retro? I have to say, I am pro-cold retro. It, it's nice to there do because it does, it does pronounce the flavor notes a little more a lot of times. So. Sigh. <laughs> Sigh. <laughs> Thank you, sir. So, uh, full disclosure... Pretty much my whole like cap and almost final third of the wrapper came off. I saw that. I, I actually saw that. It was like flaking off. Yeah. He went oh, to do the no. cold retro and it like <laughs> fell apart. Yeah. Yeah. Like, put it in. Like, oh, it's tobacco's just falling out. Well, that we, we, sucks. We did UPS that cigar to him. So. Yeah, but I did it with a Bovita pack. Oh, oh it was okay. only two days and it was with a Bovita pack. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, I don't know. How's but that? I, I it may have gotten crushed like, or prior around. to. Yeah, it may have gotten thrown around in the truck or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just killed that lighter. Or between trucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sucks. Well, guess you'll get to uh, maybe give us a report as to what the uh, binder is on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does have good flavor. It's a good cigar. I'll tell you, the Oscar Plan B, uh, it's, a, it's a good cigar. Lights up nice and easy, smokes well. Burn line on it. Now, really Trent good. is smoking outside. And Trent, let me ask you, where do you hail from? Georgia. Okay. Nice so, and warm like, today. Right outside Atlanta. It It Ooh. is. It's like over 60 right now, I think. You guys have got. Yeah, a, six, 61. You guys have got a hell of a cigar community down there in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. I mean, tons of shops and places to go. Yeah. I was actually at an event Friday night, and we were talking about there's. There's about 140 lounges in like the metro Atlanta area. That's awesome. And and it like so it, it's pretty much the most saturated market as far as like cigar lounges and shops. Have you been uh, by? Isn't it? Is it Cam Newton that's got a place down there? He does. It, I have not been there yet, but that one looks. Really it's supposed nice to be really nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like a dress code kind of place. What's your home <laughs> store there? Uh, really have. A couple. Uh, the two closest to us are Paradise Island, and then there's one called Robustos. And so Robusto. both of those are like 10, 12 minutes away. Okay. That's not bad at all. No, it's not bad Mm-mm. at all. No. So, okay. First early thoughts on the uh, Plan B Habano. Do we want to take a round and do a retro hail? We, we, can, do, we can do that. Okay. I think we should. I, mean, I just did mine. Did you? did you didn't hear me cough no i missed that it was a very small light cough but i did cough i think it's got a nice nice flavor i mean it's cigar yeah i i get a little almost fruity taste on the retro hail 
but on just the the smoking i'm not really getting that but just a very light fruit note yeah i could see that yeah maybe a little i don't know power of suggestion i'm gonna go along with it but you know i don't know another full disclosure thing i I retro hail pretty frequently see Okay, so we can we can leave the retro hailing up to him. Okay, I actually don't mind it. I it, it really depends on the cigar I'm smoking. Like there are times I catch myself doing it, and I don't even like mean to. Like I'm just it's become part of my normal smoking habit. Yeah, see, it's just habit to me. I was mm-hmm. like when y'all said that, I, like I was literally retro hailing as you said that, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm already doing that. There you go. I will say, and I could just be smoking it fast, but I will say I have a very um, wavy. Burn line starting to go on. I think it is the speed. I'm yeah, smoking. I've got a lean. And, and that, um, yeah, I've got a little tunnel. Me too. And I've got a hot spot that's developed. Mm-hmm. Um, little hot spot in the wrapper that's kind of poked through. So, you know, I mean. Now, are I, these short filler or are they a Cuban sandwich? I'm what are we looking sure, at? <laughs> Cuban sandwich. It is a Cuban sandwich. Yeah. So, you know, you've got a, a mixture of the, the short filler and the short long. Short long, okay. In this one, I get believe. the cheese in there, press it together on the panini. That's right. Yes, See, man. he knows what a panini is. I know what a panini <laughs> is. Have you ever had a panini? Yeah, I like paninis. I get my panini at Panera <laughs> <laughs> or St. Louis Bread Company. Is, yeah, exactly. We know exactly, but you know, whatever. So, well, we've got to get down to Atlanta sometime and hang out with Trent and have a cigar. Oh, that's definitely on. The oh, plan. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we do have we have tried, any? Have you uh, been to a shop that carries the uh, ATL cigars? That's actually where I was Friday that I was talking wow. about the event. Oh, that yeah. was their their brand launch. Very their cool. uh, the first brick and mortar that they came out in, and they said their plan is you know this month trying to get into like twenty shops. Next month try to release into another twenty shops. Try to you know try to do that at least for the next two or three months yeah. getting out into about 20 shops a month that's so, awesome yeah. i know no, um yeah well i know our friends over at martinez mm-hmm. made uh yeah. one of those cigars have you tried it yeah i i told them uh that uh that dave was on there talking with y'all about it a couple weeks ago yeah. and yes i did i tried that one last night it's really good you would like it it's okay. very full-bodied and yeah. uh so it's more of a nick flavored stick. it's a yeah yeah it's a san andreas maduro wrapper Ooh, yeah all right. A lot of Nicaraguan. You would probably like their other one. That, that was the ATL Black. The other is the Good Trouble. And, uh, yeah, Jeff, that would probably be more up your alley. It's got a – it's a Habano wrapper, mm-hmm. but it's a – it's more – I would say probably on the the backside of medium, like on the on the milder side of medium. Okay. But still classified as medium. Okay. Very cool. It's got, like – Double Sumatra binder the, and the bigger question I have is: Do we have any stores in Atlanta that are currently set to get the uh, Bishop and Gator? I don't know. We need to make that happen. Dave hasn't gotten me the list. Yeah, we need to make that happen. I keep telling Dave I need the list so that I can start naming off the stores see, that are going to carry the Bishop and the Gator um, on the show. But he hasn't gotten me the list yet. Now they are here. Dave also needs to get an online like list of shops like list of retailers that sell martinez cigars just in general very true yep very true because then i feel like it'd be easier for me to go over to that shop that already has martinez and be like hey you know they have a cigar that is you know they have these two cigars that are the bishop and gator y'all should bring them in since you already have martinez well dave i think we've just given you some homework here (laughs) (laughs) you know hopefully you're paying attention i know we definitely want to put it up on our site oh yeah 
and our socials. But I can't do that if Dave doesn't get me the list. True. Of who's gonna have it. <laughs> so, okay. So back to the uh, Oscar Plan B. You think that was subtle enough? Oh, I, I like a like a board to the head. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Well, I mean, you know, he's New York. You gotta, you gotta yeah. spell things out sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna kick your ass. Oh, for I that. know. <laughs> oh, it's putting off good smoke. My run that I had, I had that little tunnel issue that has uh, subsided. I think I slowed down on smoking. Yeah, and I've slowed down on smoking too. And my my burn line is starting to kind of self correct as it goes. So. Exactly. Yeah, I do think it is a matter of smoking speed and um, yeah. everything else. But no, it's it, it. I mean, it's a quality cigar. Like I it said, is. when you get down to it, these four cigars uh, from the Funnel Four. They they all are really really. It was what the uh, Flor de la Oliva, or yeah. Flor de Oliva, mm-hmm. the Perdomo Fresco, the Plan B Habano, and the uh, Tadascan Yellow series. All four of them are really really good um, options for somebody to look for a good budget bundle cigar. I think these cigars, every one of them, was under five dollars. Yeah, and, and that was a question I had for you: is what is the MSRP on the two that we are currently smoking? Um, I mean, they're under five bucks. Um, we'll bring Dan on yeah, here say, at the we'll, end and we'll find out. We'll ask Dan at the yeah. end and find out exactly. But I mean, I know the every every cigar that's been in the uh, the tournament here has been under five dollars per stick. Good deal. So you know, we're talking a nice, good, affordable, well made cigar. Jeff is currently comparing his uh sizing up here to see uh if it's time to, to switch it's over time to switch over just yet we'll give it another I, I think minute we got a little bit of time so trent tell us a little bit about yourself man so how'd you get into cigars what do you like to smoke you know all the typical questions there um well i'm this year i'll be hitting my 10-year mark on smoking cigars uh started uh my first cigar was the night of my high school graduation a buddy of mine had gone to Tampa room. like the week before uh, we graduated and picked up a few just like house blends at one of the shops down there. And so graduation night, we all went back to his house and stood around by the fire after, you know, and uh, had some cigars. And these days that action would be really had turned back since feds had come get you. <laughs> I was going to say these days. Yeah, you couldn't pull that off. You'd be. I know. You'd be illegally purchasing three years too young, but yeah. yeah. But but see, that's a good reason. That's a good, nice, you know, celebratory life exactly. experience to to mm. break out a cigar. You know, you graduate in high school, yeah, and moving on with life, and you know, it's time to break yeah. out a stogie. So no, that's great. And so I mean, from there, I was typically probably smoking once a month, maybe once every two months, something like that, averaging, and uh, smoking some cigars. Cigars got a pop would smoke that every now and then stuff like that but well, that's uh, one thing i haven't dipped my toe into just I, yet i just i love a pop but it's a lot more work yeah so you gotta pay more attention to it you got you know it and i wish i knew but you know i i really still need to get somewhere where i can learn the logistics the fundamentals of doing it like i can do it but i'm sure it would be an a better experience if I learned the, a pipe is an active smoking, how to do it better. It is where a cigar is a very passive smoking. Yeah. 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 Cigar. You can sit and relax. Like you can sit and relax with a pop as well. But again, it's something you have to take care of more. Yes. Yeah. You're, you know, you're babysitting it along. 
Well, I tell you, Whereas, though, the, the aroma from you get it, a cigar though, can't be beat. That you have to babysit, and people are like, no, I'm going to throw that away. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, so. you're right, though, Jeff. I mean, you... Uh, I oh, could, yeah. I could probably even get away with smoking a pipe inside my house. I bet that that, that aroma yep. is nice enough that I bet my wife would even put up with that. Um, I can't guarantee that, but it's, it's, a, it's it, a suspicion. It, I, I think it's, it would stand a better chance than a yes, cigar. Definitely stand a better chance. But than I don't a cigar, think near yeah. as near as much as he thinks it would. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> there is something about a pipe smoke. Pipe smoke that oh, is yeah. very kind of rich, and you know, it's it doesn't run people off it's like a, the uh, cigar exactly. smoke. Yeah, can yeah. have a tendency to do occasionally. Oh yeah, I remember like when I was in college, me and a couple people had gone to a a concert series up I'm from Northwest Georgia. So up in Chattanooga, they do a concert series each year called river bend. And we were there, you know, and there's, there's these people all around us sitting with their cigarettes and stuff. So I pull out a cigar, light it up. And then everybody around us starts like, <laughs> like yeah. coughing and being dramatic about it. Like this is a hell of a lot better tobacco than you've got. Exactly. <laughs> Bunch of savages. Well, I think it's time to switch over, boys. You know, every time you say that, it kind of disappoints me. Not that I don't look forward to the the other cigar as much as this thing's smoking really good. Okay, then. You know, and I, yeah. I kind of hate to Even put it Even with down. my wrapper issue, I mean, it, this is still smoking great. There I mean, you go. How's that binder taste there, buddy? It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, well. um... I will say, and I don't. Y'all should probably retro hail before we uh, it's a swap good point. over. It's a good point. But, okay. It's a good point. Let's, but let's get all. I know that I'm here in the second third. I'm picking up a little bit of a creaminess along with that fruit flavor, almost. Just, you know, and I didn't just hack up my lung doing that. Some, so. No, that retro hail is pretty smooth. It's, it's very smooth. smooth. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a very smooth cigar. No, it's not, it's a good stick. Yep. I mean, it's a really good cigar, and uh, my burn line. If you look, Jeff. Yep. Again, slightly uneven. I don't know. It 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 really does have to do with smoking speed and everything else. And, well, exactly. You know, but yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. It, it's like the last two rounds. This is going to come down to nitpicky details. Nitpicky. Nitpicky. Yeah. Yes. So. We're picking nits. What does that even mean? It know. doesn't <laughs> sound right when you say it that way, though. Anyway. It's not well, dirty, is it? I don't know. It's time to cut the cigar again. We're gonna we're we're now moving on to the Tadascan Yellow series. I looked by, to him to you know help me through these things, and he has no idea. By JRE Tobacco, and uh, it's time that we go ahead and cut that cigar. And once again, the cut to is brought to us by Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Crestwood Missouri, Missouri, where we are currently sitting. Currently, right now, right now, as we speak, broadcasting pseudo live ish ish. Yeah, from uh, live ish. From I feel like people used to. Use the term nits to refer to like something like life or something almost. That's, and I may be completely wrong on gonna, that, but I feel like it's something. I'm gonna go like with that. that. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. And so that may, you know, we're just picking like, these tiny things out. Because let's be real, any other alternative is gonna <laughs> just get potentially racist. Oh yeah, because exactly, yeah. and that's what I'm worried about now. I'm scared to say anything yeah, anymore. It's like you know, 75 percent of all old sayings have to do with some sort of inherent racism, and so you just don't want to do it. Yeah. Say anything. yeah. Anyway, there's a lot. There's How a lot of frightening truth to that. Why did you bring this up during the cut? Oh, it's by Riverman Cigar Company. It is did by Riverman okay. Cigar, and Dan's not a racist. Cut. What like, the hell? You're the one bringing up nitpicking. 
Actually, you guys brought it up, and then I just started analyzing Dan's it for a, no reason. Dan's a good guy. He welcomes everybody. <laughs> I don't know why we're even talking about it. <laughs> chicken parm. Why are we even talking chicken parm? Why are we even talking about it? Everybody's it's, welcome. That's from a, a Ted. If you got to explain the joke, Jeff. The well, I don't know if Trent's seen the movie. It's we it, we have all these stupid movie references that we always do, and all Nick wants to do is light the cigar. I do, but it's from the movie Ted. And there's this scene where they get coked out of their minds with uh, what's his nuts. Why are you talking about this during the Reverman? <laughs> and they start talking Dan about is how, literally right there they looking start at talking you talking about how they're going <laughs> to open this restaurant, and then it just devolves. Why are we even talking about it? Let's go ahead and uh, cut the nitpick. cigar. <laughs> I'm being nitpicky. Oh, my God. God. I really hope it's not bad. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm, good. I'm assuming that he's correct and that it has to do with, like, mites or lice or something I think that like is, that. I think that I is think correct, that's actually. Correct. That, but, um, I feel like that is, but I, I could be 100% wrong. We're going to will that into the reality. You know, we're just going to we're just going to make that the reality. So I did. Yeah. I took some tea here to cleanse it's a valid the palate. Point. I'm going to cleanse my palate with some tea. You drink tea odd. I don't like. Is it the sippy cup? Yeah. So Starbucks has the little <laughs> sippy cups now. They don't do straws because the straws kill turtles. And so yeah. um, they've got the adult sippy cups. And the problem is I have to take it slow because otherwise that big block of ice dislodges and slams into the lid of the cup. <laughs> Hits right you in the, the forehead. Right into the face. I'm like, Ugh! you know, and just, it doesn't actually directly hit, but it scares me. So I just. I, How do you function? <laughs> I'll be honest. Trent, is this, I mean, is this everything you dreamed it would be to sit here and watch this go on? <sighs> it to, is. To, to the cigar. <laughs> to the cigar. What are we getting on the cold draw, guys? Definitely fruity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. There's a definite... Almost like a dried cherry kind of yes. thing. I, I, cherry is what I'm... I agree. What's coming to mind. He's, cool. been, he's been listening to too much. He's getting your flavor notes now. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> If he if he starts breaking up persimmon, <laughs> persimmon, I'm gonna say that there's a goddamn conspiracy. <laughs> well, see the thing is, the only time I've ever eaten a persimmon, it was not ripe enough. Oh no, that's horrible. So yeah, that's and it, bad. yeah, it, you know it. It's nice and orange, looks good, but I knew nothing about persimmons. We it's road fruit back. Yeah, back in the the day when I you know like fourth grade, we were renting a house while building the house my parents live in now, and so uh, the rental house had a persimmon tree out next to the driveway and so yeah i you know i look around and i see all these that look half rotten that are like smushed on the ground where they fall those are the ones and that's you what i should eat. have gotten yes. and i didn't realize yeah i didn't know anything about them <laughs> so i picked one that looked nice and ripe you know like kind of like you would expect any other fruit to be ripe at yep and uh you know a, a slight softness to it but not you know I was picturing it more like picking a berry kind of thing. Yeah. I didn't realize that it has to be like past that point, like to the point of mush before yes. it's actually good. And it and probably yeah. sucked every bit so of moisture I, out it, of your body. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Took It'll, one bite of it yeah. and then went and drank like three glasses of water. Exactly. So. <laughs> Been there, done that. You learn quick. You don't do it a second time. <laughs> this sounds pleasant. Let's light up. All right. Let, well, what? It, okay. Oh wait, wait. That's right. Let me okay. do the cold yeah, retro. I, I mean, up. the cold retro. I got the same thing, just a little, you know, a little. Oh, it's really pronounced. Deeper flavor, but almost, yeah, yeah. almost. I hate to say it, almost Ludens. Ludens cherry candy. I won't go with that. I, 
but I would say dried dried cherries would definitely. I might have said Ludens on the other episode too. I remember you saying it at some point. I don't mm-hmm. remember if it was about this particular cigar. Yeah, it's on that. the retro hail. I'm getting that. I killed that lighter, and it's still got plenty of fluid. Yeah, you there gotta you borrow go. yours right off the bat. So is that your Vertigo Cyclone, Nick? That is my Vertigo Cyclone. One of them. One of them. So uh, I had, I have one of those, and uh, I have to tell you, I recently picked it back up. I had had it out sitting on a table in the backyard, and it's it had been out there for months. It had at some point blown off the table, was laying on the ground. I went out there, picked it up the other day. You can see a little bit of like rust spots down inside of it. Yeah below the trigger and stuff push the button lit right up that's awesome Tell you, man tell you, <laughs> like, yeah, the vertigo you cyclone it. is a iron horse you can beat that cigar to hell i mean i know uh one of them i've got has gone through the wash a couple times yep and yeah and now you're saying that you're survived the outdoor elements for months yeah sitting outside yeah telling the you, rain and right stuff there. hey for- vertigo give us a call you want to sponsor the light we can we can handle that we can make something happen we'll, we'll make something happen with that but i'll tell you what i have yet to find another cigar that for the price you saying cigar it's lighter lighter lighter, yeah. lighter. sorry the second time i gave you a pass the first one okay well you know i haven't yeah. found i haven't found a lighter yet that uh, for the price um, can uh, that that works nearly as well as the Vertigo Cyclone. Anyway, tastes on the cigar. That was your freebie, Vertigo. Oh, Trent, thoughts? I'm definitely still getting that cherry. Just I'm gonna try a retro something kind of a, a cherry sweetness to it. And yeah, it probably is more on the retro hell than I'm getting that. Oh yeah, you you get that? Oh yeah, yeah, and it's nice and smooth. This well, this thing's a, burning even, too. It is burning nice and yep. even. Smooth. Kicking off a lot of smoke. It has a very smooth cigar. It's a quality, yeah. quality cigar. And I know Husto is really proud of it. As well he should be. Oh, yeah. Ah. Well. So, Trent, why? how did you come to start listening to our podcast? Um, Did you happen across? Did I, somebody tell you about it? I think I heard y'all talked about, maybe did Nick do an interview like on the cigar talk with Rob, maybe? Yeah, I've been on that show. Mm-hmm. I think he had you on there and that, and that was how I heard about y'all and yeah, I started listening and yeah, been listening since. That's awesome. I'm just glad to hear that somebody actually like, you know, uh, explored our show based off of one of the interviews on another show because I yeah. never, you know, it's like, <laughs> well, no, it's one of those things you go on to like Cigar Talk or The Good Cigar or Straight Cut or any of the other, yeah. you know, cigar shows and y- you go on and you talk about your own show and whatever else and it's it's just nice to know that that actually does work that some people then hear you and say, hey, that well, guy you're- didn't sound completely ignorant. Let's go over and listen to his thing. The but- audience is a niche thing. I mean, and so like it's Somebody that listens to Cigar Talk is probably going to want to listen to another cigar Precisely. podcast as well. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, it's you know, it makes sense. But it does. But yes, yeah. I I started uh, when I started kind of just looking for a cigar podcast to listen to, having to cross Cigar Talk, listened to it, and well, uh, he, I, and yeah, then came across yours through that. Started listening to it, and then same kind of thing with uh, the Good Cigar. I started listening from hearing yeah. you and Rob both talk about 
you know, Al and Melissa and stuff and interviews. Al, Al's a great guy. He really is. Yeah. 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 And, Melissa, like and Melissa's great, too. I don't want to, like... But I've never got to meet her. And that's the thing. I haven't met her. So... Not yeah. in person. No, we've. I was gonna say I've, I've met her on Zoom and you know mm-hmm. listened to her all the time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, uh, Al's rock solid. And and you know Rob for for what it's worth, man, he came in and snaked like the perfect podcast name with Cigar Talk because I mean it's just like yeah. boom Cigar Talk, boom. you know. So I mean it's it's well, but ours easy. with the pulpit. There was a lot that went into that name. There was a lot that went into it, but at the same time, it's it's unique. Nobody's going to come in it is. and you know, say, like, I want to start my own cigar podcast. Let's, what do we call it? You know, nobody's going to accidentally <laughs> rip us off. No, you know? that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might have eight people that are like, I'm going to do a show called Cigar Talk. And then they look it up and they're like, oh, never Aww. mind. You know, but that's yeah. already out there. Yeah. <laughs> How about Pulpit? Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> Unlikely. Yeah. That's when we send the team of lawyers. Mm-hmm. Shock it off. Mm hmm. Mm. Well, this thing is putting off a lot of smoke. Yeah. This Tadascan Yellow is a good cigar. It is. And see, after talking to Huso, well, you know what? Here, I have a short little audio bit that I actually recorded with Husto. Um, In the spirit of transparency, I did reach out to both um, Husto Aroa as well as uh, Oscar uh, Baladeris. But the thing was, Oscar, unfortunately, had an extraordinarily busy week. Um, with a lot of different projects, and we just schedule wise, it just never worked out. So, um, uh, you know, he did send his regards. He wanted to thank us for having uh, the Plan B in the uh, in the final round, and that it was an honor to be uh, to be in the the contest and and to get as far as he did and everything. But um, but I did manage to score a little bit of time on the phone with uh, Huso Roa. And I love Houston. He uh, he kind of went into very briefly with me, kind of the importance of why a manufacturer should have a budget cigar in their portfolio. Did you know that Houston's dad and I used to hang out down by the schoolyard? You always say that, and it's not true. You're just <laughs> referencing a song. Me and Julio down at the schoolyard. No, nothing. Oh, idiot. Anyway, so Fred, do you see what I got to put up with? <laughs> what he I'm using you know a- what, Nick. When you call him, you can call him Al. <laughs> see? Look at you with the what? Uh, Paul Simon. Paul Simon. I was yeah. For whatever reason, I had Neil Young in my head, and I'm like, I know that's not right. I thought you the were Paul supposed to Simon call him Betty. References. What? Nothing. He can call you Betty. Yeah, it's right, Betty. There. When you call him, he got it. You can call him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Why don't we? Why don't we hear from Husto? We turn him more often. I, I like this. He gets, he gets my humor. Oh God, no. Uh, why don't why, why don't we uh, Why don't we hear from Husto about the importance of having a uh, budget cigar in a uh, portfolio as a manufacturer? Okay. It's a cigar pulpit, and, and Nick, it's very it's very special to be one of the finalists. Uh, Actually, I think the, our Tadascan Yellow series, which comes in four sizes, the Robusto, the Toro, the Churchill, a traditional Churchill 48 by 7, and the Gordo a 60 by 6, is uh, actually made up of our Bex. It's, 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 it's not a long fill, it's, but it's, it's a medium cut fill, but it comes from all the best tobaccos that we, we get when we make our Aladinos. 
So basically, you're smoking extremely well-aged tobacco with a double binder and a wrapper. So it's a very, very special cigar that's going to give you an amount of flavor, extremely smooth, very consistent. So anything that you like in our regular line of Aladino, you're going to be getting a lot of that filler that goes into the Tarascan Yellow Filler, uh, Yellow Series. I think especially in, uh, in in an everyday smoke, not everybody can smoke cigars that are, you know, above, you know, six, eight or ten dollar sticks. There's a lot of people that enjoy smoking two or three cigars a day or four cigars a day uh, while you're whether you're working or driving or, or something like that. And, uh, and also it's also a very it's an important byproduct that we get when we manufacture cigars. And if you have good quality cigars, which uh, are extremely well-aged, that cigar that comes out is going to be very good. I mean, there's, there's absolutely, you know, when, you, when you're burning a cigar, the way that we have constructed our cigars, you can barely, there's basically no difference in, in, in construction. When you, when, when, you, when you actually see the smoke and the ash, uh, you know, you get a clean draw. And it's actually a byproduct that, comes out all the time so there is a use for it and also a, a, a the ability to provide a very good taste of cigar at a very affordable pricing so it, it also helps with the overhead but at the same time it's a cigar that you'll see me smoking very often people smoke it and my, my dad smokes that very often in miami there is a market all cuban cafeterias there's a market of probably two hundred and fifty thousand or three hundred thousand of those cigars a day this is what the cubans smoke in miami so it is it's a very good cigar and uh you know a lot of people sometimes since they see a, a lower value price sometimes uh you know don't you know, don't take a look at it, but once they smoke it and they were going to put a, you know, really pretty band on it or, or, or sell it with another higher price point, you know, don't think they're smoking a, a fabulous, you know, $10, $20 cigars. And it's actually a valued cigar that's just very well made with very high quality materials. He makes some really valid points. He really does. And and I'll tell you, he's really proud of the Tadascan. Um, you know, they use, they use a lot of... Um, the the already aged uh, Corojo tobacco mm-hmm. in it and everything. So I mean, you're getting quality tobacco in the in the Tadascan, and you know it's medium filler and everything. So it's a it's a good quality budget cigar. So anyway. I'm enjoying it. Let's do another retro hail. What do you think? Why not go around the horn, as it were? A little bit more spice on that yeah, one. There's a little up. bit of spice. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say there's. You, I've been picking up more spice. Well, oh. and and you know what? It, you get that Corojo in there, man. Yeah, that yeah, Corojo's exactly. Got that spice, so you're gonna get that yeah. spice to it. So, hmm. yeah, there's definitely less sweet now and more of a spice of a with sp- it. And I'm, I'm almost, I picked up some kind of a almost a wood smoke top mm. flavor in it. Hmm. I'm not gonna necessarily say analyze yes that only a because I did pick that up and I don't want power of suggestion. What it is, so, but it's just but, some know. type of a wood smoke. Like, are you, are you getting that on the smoker on the retro hail? Retro hail. Okay, let me try that again. Now that I'm focused on getting that more all. of a wood smoke, and then it finishes like the retro hail. Kind of the finish on that is more of the spice. I think I've smoked that Tadis can down to the point that I'm going to now start to double fisting. Uh, Double du- fist. Double fist. We're gonna we're gonna go back and forth you between know what the that, two. You know what that okay, Trent, you're a con- are you a country boy? I am. Okay. You ever had sassafras tea? No, I'm not a tea fan. Okay. So. 
Well, when I was a kid, we used to dig up sassafras trees and we'd boil the roots and make tea out of them. This, Mm -hmm. that wood flavor you're talking about with that spice, I'm getting like the smell of sassafras when it burns. You know, like uh, when you were a kid, you'd go cut like a a wiener stick, you know, for a cookout or something. Sorry. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Trent knows what I'm talking about. He's cut some wiener sticks. and Small green limb. Yep. Whittle it off. That way it'll... Puncture through the hot dog, yeah. That ash is going to fall all over you, It's a good-looking ash, man. I get it, but given the fact that we are smoking, you know, medium filler or Cuban sandwich cigars. You're saying not to trust it? I'm saying if you trust that ash, you're a moron. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've established that many times. Many times. That's really not in question. Okay. Anyway, back to your your wiener stick. Okay, so (laughs) it's it's that smell, that sassafras wood has a distinct spice flavor to it. And now that you said that about the wood, that's what I'm getting on the tata skin, is kind of the smell and taste of the uh, sassafras wood burning. I'll tell you, both of them have a really good draw. They do. Neither mm-hmm. one of them I'm struggling with at all. The smoke is pulling perfectly. When you feel through, them, too. Both of them. Uh, the tata skin, I think, is a little little looser. A little softer. A little softer. Slightly. Yeah. Than yeah. The plan B. Yeah. Yeah. But not like spongy. No. You know? I don't think. Yeah. And I've gotten that before. I've gotten that spongy with budget sticks in the mm-hmm, past. Mm-hmm. I won't name them, but I can, you know, I can think of one offhand that I, I have no problem smoking, but yeah, it is a more spongy stick, and I'm not getting that with the Tata Scan at no. all. And the Oscar is pretty like I said, it that plan B is solid. Everybody has to listen <laughs> to us puff. I know. <laughs> right. That's me just Hacking on an inhale. Oh. Well, the three of us have six cigars going right now, so it's, there's a yep. lot of that. I'll tell you, the spice on the Tatis can, it it's it's definitely ramped up. It's not like mm-hmm. you know, it's not harsh or oppressive, but it, it there's a slight tingle to the tongue that's hanging out now. You know, yeah, these are both good sticks, but they're very very distinct. When smoking one to the other, like I'm not normally at this point, I would just start be tasting cigar. You know what I mean? Yeah, but and I'm not getting that here. No, they're different. Hmm. So, Trent, while we got you on and we're sitting here just puffing away, you know, like smokestacks. <laughs> um, w- tell us what are some of your favorite cigars? Why we have you on the show? Um, I smoke a lot of different things. I try to, you know, try to have a broad spectrum of what I smoke, uh, which of course I'm a McAuliffe ambassador. I, I love their cigars. I really love the medallia. Um, that's a big one that I'm a fan of. Another one is their, uh, grande bold modafina hmm. with the like Brazilian modafina wrapper. That's a good one. I love that. Now you like a, a heavy, you're more like Nick. You like a heavier cigar. I do. Uh, yeah, I, I normally do. Um, yeah, y'all I know in the My Monthly Cigars box, y'all got a couple of, like, a few months ago, the Cinco Vegas. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. There's one of theirs that I really like, and it's called the Cinco Vegas Cask Strength. Okay. Ooh, and yeah. it's if you've ever seen it, it comes in a box that is literally shaped like a barrel, like a cask. And it's, to me, it's not as strong as the name would, like, imply and like, the description of it. But it's a nice, like, medium plus. And that that one's one that I really like. I I bought a box of them recently, and uh, and 
really can't get enough awesome. of them. You know, they're just a great, you know, they've got some spice, a little bit of creaminess a lot of times and just kind of all around good smoke. But I mean, I, you know, I like Alec Bradley's and Rocky Patel's. I, I smoke a little bit of everything. And like I said, those, uh, both of those, the blends that I tried with the Atlanta Cigar Company the other day were amazing. So if in, so anybody that's in this Atlanta area or I think they're online, like I think they're going to start selling online next month, I believe is what they said. So okay. anybody, when you get the chance to try them and yeah, y'all, y'all ought to try to get up with them and uh, get them on the show. Well, I know Dave was trying to make that happen for us. Okay, and I was gonna so, say, and I can that's next a, time I see them, or I can, you know, shoot them a message or whatever. And definitely, but yeah, throw I mean, it out uh, there. That that's, I mean, we can we can always shift. Try to get y'all on more homework for Dave, but uh, yeah, yeah, oh, anything you know, we can pile on him, I'm fine I'm, with I'm that. I'm fine with, but yeah, so no, that'd be awesome. Well, we got a little bit of time here as we're kind of smoking these down and kind of getting our our thoughts in line. Why don't we get into a little bit of cigar news? Let's do it. Okay. So it was uh, announced this week that uh, uh, Avanti Cigar Company is going to be taking over the U.S. distribution of Toscano. So Toscano Ooh, had been distributed by Miami Cigar and Company. Um, however, Miami Cigar and Company announced uh, substantial cuts to their sales force. And so uh, effective February 1st, Avanti Cigar Company, which is uh, uh, a subsidiary of... Uh, Parodi Holdings LLC. They're going to take over the U.S. distribution of Toscano. So, you know, and Parodi is actually owned by Toscano, the uh, company. Uh, you know, so well, that I, makes sense. So I guess they're just makes sense coming in and distributing their own stuff in around. Kind of bring it back in house. Uh, exactly. <laughs> the uh, the company produces dry cured and fire cured cigars in its facility in Scranton, Pennsylvania, similar to the ones that Toscano makes in Italy. Interesting. I did so, not realize that. So yeah. So I guess, uh, you know, Trent, do you ever do Toscano? I have not tried one yet. What? Uh, I'll tell you what, man. I, I haven't come across them really seeing them anywhere, which they're, it's not something that's been really on my radar to look for, but I would like to try them, see how they're, they are. You know, they're so unique and I don't smoke mm-hmm. them on the regular, but I, I, do keep a box of them in my glove box in my car at all times because what's really cool about them is with them being the fire cured and everything like that um you don't need to humidify them at all you just they yeah just, they just stay out and then what also is really nice is you can clip them down to the size you want so yeah you know, yeah yeah they're designed to be able to cut in half For yeah half or third or whatever so if or you got what, yeah if you got 15 minutes and you just want a short little smoke clip off a third of that thing and just do that mm-hmm. you know i mean it's it's perfect yeah. now i mean you know when you get the original you know original recipe flavor whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it i don't know um yeah. the original uh, or whatever yeah, it is it pretty much tastes <laughs> like you're smoking a, a bonfire yeah but yeah. um i like the anise flavor yeah i'm not a big fan of anise flavored stuff yeah so. it's almost like smoking black licorice i like it yeah yeah see i don't like licorice so i wouldn't i don't like that i wouldn't like that i don't think so anyway so good for toscano because i know there was up in question when uh when miami cigar and company kind of reduced um announced their reduction so anyway what else you got 
moving on. California, uh, their flavored tobacco ban is going to be going to the voters after a referendum um, was uh, certified. The the referendum will head to the ballot on the November 2022 ballot. In the meantime, the ban is on hold and retailers can continue to sell flavored tobacco products. The ban was set to go in effect on January 1st, 2021 but was delayed until the signature verification process could be completed. And um, in order to get it on the ballot, the organizers had to submit more than 1 million signatures uh, because they needed to get 623,212 verified signatures from California voters. So it's one of those things with politics. You know, if you need 623,000 signatures, you got to pull together about a million in order to make sure you have all that you need kind of thing. Um but anyway, uh, on uh, Friday, last Friday, the uh, California Secretary of State's office published a report and said that the organizers had actually gathered 781,885 valid signatures, so more than enough to get it on the ballot. And uh, the, uh, what, the I, what I find amazing about that this will be going there is they would never vote through a flavor ban on marijuana. Yeah, I know, right? No, no, no. not out there. No. And uh, give that to anybody that wants it, but you know, don't let anybody have tobacco. That's exactly. healthier. Exactly. Well, it's safer. Hell, what? It, there's <laughs> other states where you can get all kinds of stuff. Not inhaling not just, it. Not just marijuana now, right? Oh, it's it was it Oregon <laughs> or uh, I think it's Oregon. Yeah. That, like pff, damn near everything's legal now. Yeah, crazy. So, but anyway, in addition, I don't doubt it. <laughs> in addition to this referendum, the state has also been sued over the ban by R.J. Reynolds uh, Tobacco Company, R.J. Reynolds Vapor Company, American Snuff Company, LLC, Santa Fe Natural Tobacco Company, Incorporated, Philip Morris, USA Incorporated, John Middleton Company, U.S. Smokeless Tobacco Company, LLC, Helix Innovations, LLC, Neighborhood Market Association, and Morhia, Morhia LLC. But I'm, I'm guessing this is one of those deals where oh, and this they is do gonna... they do business under the name Vapin the Six One Nine. Ah, so I, and, and here's the the problem is I'm not a fan of vape. Okay, I know. So while I get that, you know, the problem with these bands is it's going to bring in, I'm sure, pipe tobacco, like you said, snuff. You yeah. know, the smokeless tobaccos and whatnot. You know, so some guy that's been doing wintergreen snuff for twenty years can't is it going to be able to buy it now? Yeah, he's going to find it somewhere. Let's be honest, but he's Illinois, not going to buy it in California, Illinois. Our secretary of state this week uh, came out with a press release uh, urging the ban of menthol cigarettes. I wow. don't know if you saw that or not, but our uh, I'm sorry, not our secretary, our attorney general. Boy, mm. I'm just screwing up all kinds of stuff over here. Okay. Yeah, no, our, our attorney general, Kwame Raul, came out with a press release wanting to ban menthol cigarettes in Illinois. And his whole thing is that. While cigarette smoking is on the decline, uh, menthol cigarettes still bring people in, and he and we need to ban those and everything. See, and Which, I've I've smoked a menthol before, you know, and I don't get it. I dude, I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand it at all. Not my thing. No, but but here's the problem: if we don't support those guys, then they're not going to support. You know, it, it, it's one of those where you turn around and everybody else is done, and now they're coming after you. I get oh, it. Oh yeah, exactly. It's it's the first step in a you know it it's the snowball before they start rolling it down the hill to gather more snow yeah i get it i mean my only and 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 i'm gonna play devil's advocate to the two of you is i'm not saying in theory i completely agree with what you're saying 
but the cigarette companies have not stood behind the cigar people. Oh no, they've thrown us under no, the no, bus at every no. turn. They've done every oh, yeah. yeah, they've done everything they can to hurt premium cigars in order to protect their self interest. And so it's one of those things oh, where, yeah. you know, part of me says, Why do we have to be the bigger people and and stand behind them when they're having a problem being thrown in their face when they've caused us nothing but grief? But on the flip side, again, I recognize the the argument you guys are making, which is that you know, an attack on one is attack on all kind of thing. So I, I don't know. It's it's a sticky situation. And it, it brings a precedent for being able to attack it. And, you know, it, mm-hmm. it makes it easier when they get one, you know, what? next thing you know, they're coming after the next and the next. Well, and and the it, next. it's like a so. like a shark with blood in the water. Once they get the water yeah. chummed, they're just going to go into a frenzy. Well, and, and once they go after the menthol... How long is it before they're going after the the deadwood leather rows and the yep. you know acids and the fat yeah. bottom betties? Which yeah. hey, I don't smoke on the regular, but I know a lot of people that do. You know, yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Anyway. And the thing is, no matter what it is you're smoking, whatever it is, you know, if you're dipping or vaping or whatever, you know, and grant, you know, if it's not legal in public places, then you're not affecting another soul besides yourself. Yep. Yep. And they need to keep their grubby fingers out of it. <laughs> That's where the thought police aspect comes into play. It's like, at what point do you have the right to tell me I don't have the right, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Anyway. Well, Nick, they're from the government, and they're here to help us. Yeah. Ronald yeah. Reagan said that was the scariest <laughs> thing you could ever hear. <laughs> he was right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And then ironic. No, we As won't. we're seeing more and more. <laughs> we, won't, we won't go down that road too much further. So... <laughs> Circling Nick, back, Nick gets to the scared cigars. to talk politics on here. I don't get scared. It's that people look to <laughs> freaked us as, out. It, people look to us as a release from that, Jeff. And I don't want to get into. Sometimes. I love to be able to give people a release. Anyway, <laughs> um, what's everyone thinking of the cigars? I'm not asking for you to pick a winner just yet. Don't don't declare your personal preference just yet. But. You know, They're now, both good sticks. Now that we're kind of double, double fisting, you know, what are we getting? Uh, what are we thinking of these cigars? I I've got one that's coming out ahead of the other. Do you want me to say that yet, or you want me to no, just no? Okay, hold, hold off. Hold but off. I'm same here. I've, I've I think I've got a preference, but you know, I mean, we're we still got to get down to the final third. So yep. <laughs> down to the Brock, as it down were. to the Brock. Yeah, yeah, to the Brock. <laughs> so okay. Um while we're while we're doing that, do we want to get into a little bit of Ask the Boys? I say we do it. Why Let's not? do it. All right. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You got to ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner. You got a question. You ask the Epa. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. All right, guys, so we need you to get us your questions by calling the Ask the Boys hotline, area code 863-874-0000. We can only do this segment when we have uh, questions to answer, so make sure you get those into us and uh, give us the opportunity to uh, be stupid. I mean, because let's be real. We take kind questions, of our thing. We take questions on everything, cigars, life, whatever. If, if, and, and Trent, I can tell you right now, in life, you you want no better life coaches than the bishop and myself, right? I mean, <laughs> we don't have our things straightened out and put together in a valuable way, but oh, no. um, 
you know, we but can, by God, we'll, others get their straight. We, exactly. we can at least tell you what you should be doing or, or shouldn't or or yeah. at the, yeah, exactly. Maybe you, <laughs> maybe you take our advice and do the opposite, whatever, you know, but it's the George Costanza rule. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> every so, thought you have is wrong. The opposite, therefore, should be right. Do the opposite. So, all right. So why don't we go ahead and kick this off with our first message? What's up? I'm Alex from Nashville. I uh, just wanted to ask. I'm going to Ybor City with my wife for just a nice February trip. And we're going to be going by Long Ash Cigars, uh, King Corona Cigars that you recommended on the Ybor City episode. I just wanted to know if there's anywhere else that you guys would recommend stopping by. Of course, the J.C. Newman Factory. But, yeah, love the show. Peace. That's awesome. That's awesome, Alex. That's going to be a really fun trip for you now, and your wife. Trent, let me so, jump in here. Have you been to Ybor City? You ever made it I down have there? Not. I have not. I haven't ever been to Tampa. That's Oh, dude, it's so much fun. That's on the list. It's somewhere I want to go. Yep. You know what? You should uh, pin a, put a pin in that Yes. and just kind of see, uh, <laughs> see maybe what develops uh, over the course of, I don't know, maybe the next, hopefully not a full year, but, yeah. you know, soon, soon. We might have news soon. Yeah. Anyway, um, keep keep a couple of vacation days left aside. Just, just just leave them aside. Yeah. So that's for everyone, tour. not just Trent. Yeah, that's that's for a cigar everybody. pulpit choir tour. Uh, maybe perhaps there may be a <laughs> evangelical <laughs> cigar revival maybe, happening. Maybe it might be a retreat. We'll call it a parishioners retreat. retreat. That's right. Yeah. There so, we go. Yeah. So, so Alex, um, going to your question here, buddy. Um, you mentioned Long Ash Cigars. You mentioned King Corona. I love King Corona. Yep. King Corona, it's, it, they don't make their own cigars there. They have a house blend that's made for them. Um, but they've got a nice, good selection in their humidor. But, dude, I don't think there's much better than getting yourself a Cuban sandwich with the plantain chips, getting yourself a coffee or a tea, sitting out on the, on the little tables out front with your cigar and your food and just people watching all day long. I mean, it's, it's the most relaxing, amazing thing. Jeff did it. Oh yeah. Um, once I, it was, I what, camped Saturday. out, you camped out in the window there and just Nick, watched Nick nerded out there. and went to a uh, comic book store. I did nothing wrong with that. Well, well we can go into that. You went and skull it. Exactly. I had to see what the area had. <laughs> you find different things when you're in different stores. <laughs> Anyway, so she's a Red Ranger. Exactly. Well, that was that a, was the next that day. Was a, that yeah. was the next day, and that was a whole different thing. But God, that um, was such a cluster. God, that it. was the stupidest <laughs> thing yeah. I've ever been a party to. Skullet watched that woman go down in the parking lot, and she just, dropped like a stone. Oh, man, and he's just standing there, like, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> you would think that would be the moment that he'd be like, I want to be a superhero. I'm going to spring into action, but he didn't do anything. My time to shine. Yeah. <laughs> there and watch the rest of us Rip run my around. shirt open. He failed. Yeah. <laughs> but I failed. Failed miserably. <laughs> anyway, um, so, so yeah. So I'll never I, get out of mom's basement. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Nika Habana Cigars was really good. I, I really like the uh, the sticks from Nika Habana Cigars. Yep. Um, and then... Uh, Who was our uh, the guy we interviewed? Tab- Tabanero. Cigar. Tabanero. That, they had some good sticks. Tabanero Cigars. He makes some really good cigars. Tabanero's right on the corner. If you're standing if you're standing on the sidewalk and you're facing the front of King Corona, turn to your left. On the corner of the block there, there's going to be a 7-Eleven. That's where Jeff went in and, and used and, his debit card and froze yeah. his debit card out because his <laughs> bank didn't know he was traveling. 
And he <laughs> that's, decided, that's a real thing. And he decided it would be a good idea to make his first purchase on his debit card a $6 purchase at a 7-Eleven and then try and follow it up with a $90 purchase at a cigar place. That didn't throw up red flags or anything. <laughs> but um, anyway, so there's the 7-Eleven on the corner. And then on the opposite corner, on the same side of the street, though, is Tabanero Cigars. You go in, you, you talk to Yanko. And that guy, he has got some amazing cigars, and he makes his own boxes. He has a like a laser cutter that he makes his own boxes and does all the uh, box design art. If you go onto cool. my Instagram, the episode that we did with Pinky uh, earlier this month, uh, we smoked some of his cigars. Yeah. But then she had that box from it that was just—it's just an amazing thing. And I, the I'll boxes are rated. The boxes are rated. At, <laughs> at least a strong. Cool. Uh, uh, PG thirteen. Mm. I don't know. I think once you free the nipple, I think it's an R rated box. No, you can no, you can do that on a PG thirteen. At least you used to be able to. I don't know about that. I don't think anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think boobies go straight to R. Thinking only really show butts on PG thirteen. Yeah, this sounds like something we need to delve into more. You can see what's his face, <laughs> not Michael Chiklis. That's the shield. What's the dude from uh, from NYPD Blue? Oh, come on. He went to SIU. Dennis Franz. Dennis Franz. You see Dennis Franz, but on NYPD Blue. But, you know. <laughs> that was on TV. But you can't see anybody's boobs. That was on TV. I know. Yeah. But anyway. Although, um, we've been listening, Trent, and I don't know how big of a nerd you are, but I know how big of a nerd Nick is and myself. <laughs> we've been listening to a podcast called The Greatest Generation. <laughs> Nick has delved deeper into this than I have. I love it. But it's these two no, guys. Star Trek podcast. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and they did a whole thing about the sex planet and how it took side boob to the next level. And it was pretty funny. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If you guys want to find two guys that are Star Trek fans that are kind of ashamed of being Star Trek fans and they sit there and they lovingly make fun of these episodes for, you know, half an hour to 45 minutes. The Greatest Generation is a fantastic show. Super funny. Anyway. Oh, absolutely. I And, you know, they had the same take on the Ferengi with their uh, laser whips that I did. It's just the dumbest thing ever. All right. We're not going to turn Alex's question <laughs> about Ybor City into another nerd out about Star Trek. So. So obviously, Why not? So, so he covered he covered King Crony, covered Long Ash, and he covered J.C. Newman. Um, Dude, Nico seriously, Havana get yourself some coffee, Tabanero, King Corona. And, um, you know, and, and look, just for the sake of being able to say you saw it and whatever else, I think it's a nice location. Uh, Selection-wise, you're going to find the same stuff you find at pretty much any shop, any general shop around the country. But the Cigar International Superstore yeah. out there by the uh, Top Golf and everything, you know, it's a nice location. It used to be a Bass Pro Shop. That's why it looked like a Bass oh, Pro did Shop. Oh, did it? I didn't realize. I didn't okay. know that. Uh, Ryan uh, from uh, the Hill filled told you me in. that. Okay. He filled me in. I thought they just weren't going for that motif and, you know, whatnot. But no, they just came in and took the empty shell of a uh, Bass Pro Shop. And that makes a lot that. of sense. It does. And so... Um, it's really nice. They've got great chairs, you know, fire pits out front. They've got a lot of space, really big humidor. But when you go in the humidor, it's like looking through the CI catalog. So again, it's yeah. now, now you know, you're one, not finding anything in there that you, you really can't track down most. Other hold on. Places. I'm going to say there was one cigar I found in there. There was, uh, 
but see, we were down in Tampa, so I would expect to find the cigar in there. But we got like the last three. The, no, we left some. The Yagua. There was yeah, one left. We, we left one. Uh, we poached some Yaguas out of there. So, but anyway, no. So I I would say, uh, Alex, if you stick to uh, what is that Seventh Street? I, think it's I believe that. Se- yeah, Seventh Street uh, in Ebor City. There, kind of watch your space. Um, you know, you don't want to go. You want to watch your surroundings. Um, there's well, th- as with anywhere, it's it's any city, but it's one of those things. You go too far north, south, east, or west, you might find yourself in some areas that maybe are a little less touristy. Well, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like Bourbon Street, in New Orleans. When I don't know if you've been down to uh, New Orleans, Trent, but when you go down to New Orleans, yes. you you want to stay on Bourbon Street, and there there are streets that you can stay on in the French Quarter. But you know, some of the best advice that I got the first time I went there is. If you don't see people, don't go there. There you go. Because there, go. there are people yeah. there, and you don't want to see them. Yes. So yeah. avoid. Don't oh. don't cut across an alley. Don't don't go anywhere where you don't see people, and because I, that's where things are going to go. And bad. I know we talked about it in our episode, but if you're <clears throat> sorry, it's getting smoky here. If you're uh, <laughs> looking for a really good restaurant to have uh, lunch or dinner at. Check out Colombia. Oh, you yeah. will get some of the best uh, Cuban food, and I'll tell you the white chocolate bread pudding and the uh, what is it, cafe con leche? The cafe con leche there was to was die for. Amazing, so. but it's really good at uh, uh, King Corona as well. I didn't try it there. I did, and I had a couple, three or four different coffees that day. And again, I just sat and people watched and had the best time. Now, the funny thing about Ebor, and we talked about this before, but I'm going to reiterate before we move on. There's another cigar place right next door to King Corona, and I'm blanking on the name of it. I am too. I know which one you're talking about. And it's a a female-owned store. It is a female-owned store, and it it was pretty good too. Yeah. Um, I really liked Long Ash and Nika Habana and Tabanera. And then there was was also the store that, uh, you know, stole our logo. So we won't go into that one. But you'll see it if you uh, look at their card reader because that's where they put it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but but I'm not bitter or anything. No, Jeff's not bitter at all. They cut the pulpit off of our stick. They cut it off. Sticker, I and just, it just said just cigar. St- cigar, but you'll, you'll find it. You'll find it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then obviously you meant you know Alex in your voicemail you said the J.C. Newman factory tour. You have got to take the J.C. Newman factory must. tour and make sure you're setting aside some cash in the budget. To get yourself uh, the Americans, they sell the Americans there. Uh, I think you can get a box of robustos. You could at the time we were there. Yeah, at the time we were there, they were selling boxes of robustos. They have other sizes, but they limit you to I think two, uh, two sticks of the other sizes. The robustos they have more of, and but dude, you got to get some Americans. You can't go wrong down there. Now, the one thing I started to say, and I want to finish up here with, is the one thing you'll notice about Ebor. Is when you're down there, the crowd completely changes given the time of day. Yes, during the day, it's pretty chill. It's pretty relaxed. You get a little bit more evening time. That's when, like you know, college kids yeah. and like younger kids come out and everything. So it's a little bit more of a still part, fun to people party watch. atmosphere from about ten o'clock on. Yeah. So depending upon kind of how you want to spend your day, that's that's your time. For we you. went into the one cigar store, sat down. Had a stick. The street was calm, and during the course of that hour that we sat there, by the time we walked back out, like the music was like the bass was thumping, thumping. Yeah, it 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 had turned into a party. Yep. So there you go. But you can't go wrong with Ebor City. You'll love it. 
All right. Well, uh, why don't we dive into another question? Next here? up. Hello, boys. It's at Craddock Dennis phoning, and I have a couple of questions. My first question: Would you be cry- would you be cryogenically frozen and reanimated at a future date? Two: If you were to be cryogenically frozen and reanimated, what cigar would you take you What cigar would take you take on your cryogenic journey? And three. What are what is the bishop's favorite Star Trek episode, and can there be peaceful coexistence after Wolf three five nine? Talk to you later, boys. <laughs> Have a good one. There's a lot on the table. There's there. a lot on the table there. Um, first of all, would we be cryogenically frozen and reanimated at a future date? Um, the way the country's going, I'm not sure I want to be. <laughs> Let me just go peacefully into the night. You know, I that was kind of my thought. I was like, you know, stuff's bad, getting bad enough as it is. Exactly. I, I think we're going to see bad enough things during our lifetime, cryogenically being frozen and coming back, you know, in 100 years. Granted, it could be, you know, a lot better, but it could be a whole lot worse. And we now I don't know that I'd want to see that. Think how weird it would be if you've reincarnated and then you run into your future head in a jar back alive well now you're getting into all <laughs> sorts of different things there um i'd be worried about freezer burn myself wake up and like you know my arm is like one well, of your arms doesn't work not gonna freeze yeah, your freezer whole burn. body just your head well then what the hell is the point remember the the baseball player they dropped his head and cracked it ted yeah, yeah. Ted, yeah. ted williams that I, I don't think that was the question because you know i mean I think the point. I think it was is, like Encino Man, kind of like yes, that's completely what I'm kinda, frozen. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of going for. <laughs> you know, good reference. So, there so was another the, movie that uh, the Wrath of Khan. Well, kind of like, kind of like an alien. <laughs> yeah, was you know when when Ripley and all the space marines Ripley. are going out. You know, they kind of cryogenically. Yeah. You know, they go to sleep in the sh- in the space. You know, Newt, Newt died in transit. She didn't make it. Did you know that? Between alien, <laughs> aliens, and between two alien and the next, three. yeah. Yeah. yeah, Newt didn't make it. Well, the cat didn't make it between one and two. No. Anyway. Um, what was the cat's name? I don't know. <laughs> Somebody will have to tell us because I can't remember. Anyway. Um, Star yeah, Trek? I don't know if I would do the But that's how that's how Khan came about thing. is they thawed him out. They did. <gasps> I could be. At least the, in the Kelvin timeline. I could be Khan. You could be Khan. I could be Khan. Khan. I don't know. Um. And I don't think a cigar would survive cryogenic freezing. I yeah, mean, probably not. It's kind of like when you put lettuce into the refrigerator. It doesn't take long for it to start wilting and everything. But Craig Dennis has yeah, a valid point water. here. Yeah. We may not have cigars by the time they thaw us out. We're going to need to have a humidor going. Yeah, they may be completely banned by that point. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, if that's the case, then... Uh, Oh my gosh, I'd probably be fine with any one of the ones that were on my top five of 2020. I mean, you know, there's there's a variety. So I'd 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 be all right. I I it's hard for me to put my finger on one specific cigar that I would you know because basically what he's asking is you know potentially like the last cigar that I have for the rest your, of my your life, death cigar and your reincarnate cigar, which was my question, which could very well be. <laughs> yeah, was that your question? 
That was my yeah. question. Oh, God, you savage. Yeah. I've been poring over that for <laughs> ever since then. It's driving him insane. It is driving me nuts because I, I can't and I've never answer get, that. You know, I've never called in to answer. You know, I, I think yeah, why mine don't you would answer probably yours be, real quick. I would say probably some – you know, some variants of like the Opus X, something like that, you know, that I know is going to be an excellent cigar. Yeah. But I, I know I, you know, I had messaged y'all after, you know, just kind of chatting about it and like, you know, told y'all, I didn't know if y'all would say something like, like the Saki Unicorn or something like that. But, you know, we talked about like at the same time, if it's the last cigar you're ever going to have and you it's one you've make, never smoked you before, want to make sure it's good. Spend a hundred dollars. And then what if it's, Eh, you know, if yeah. it's a good cigar, but it's but it's not a deathbed cigar. Yeah, I I would definitely have I mean, to go with something that I know is going to be, you know, like yeah. I've had an Opus X before. Like I haven't had, I've only had one, but like from no, you know, no, I get it. Knowing man. the company, knowing other people, like I would say something like that. Yeah. That I know is going to be quality, but it's also going to be a good, like, celebratory stick. I mean, to, you know, help yeah, send me into the afterlife. Exactly. Exactly. As for Star Trek, um, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I am partial to the uh, the best of both worlds, part one and two, where Picard is abducted by the Borg and the Locutus and everything. It's just, it's good because it's like, it's like action. But that's Wolf you know? 359. That's I, when that goes no, down. I know, I know. And that's the thing. My my favorite Star Trek is when they mix the 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 action into it. I don't like the 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 ones where it's like all talky. And I swear to god, if anybody ever gives me like a Deanna Troy episode, uh just gag me right then and there. I I don't like the Troy episodes. I never did. You don't like Deanna? Not a fan. Not, not What about Loxana? I'm definitely not a fan. Really? But um but I like. She was also the computer. Ooh, I'll tell you the other one that I really like. It's um, the it's old school Star Trek original series when uh, when they first encounter the Romulans. Okay. Because uh, the Romu and the Romulan commander on that ship is actually the same guy who plays uh, Spock's dad going forward. Is it? Yep. Ambassador Spock. Yep. I didn't realize. Sarek. Yeah. Yeah. I did not realize that. It's the same guy. Really? So he played a Romulan and a Vulcan. My my favorite. I know he didn't ask for mine, but I'm going to give it. And as he for, asked for you specifically. And as for Peace After Wolf 359, um, I think that bore out. I think that did. Well, but the movie, the board came back again. And got their and had ass that, whooped. Well, but they did a lot of damage to us. I mean, they took they over a large percentage of the Enterprise. They did. But they got their ass whooped. Well, anyway. All right. So anyway, yes. Okay. My favorite, okay. it's a Deep Space Nine. Really? It's when they go back into oh, the, the Trouble Tribbles. with Tribbles episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was very creative, very inventive. That was a really good episode. Yeah, right. it actually is a good episode. It was a really Because they episode. go back and interact with the original crew. It was a really good episode. You're right. I'll give you that. All right. So why don't we do one more here? And uh, appreciate the call, Dennis. We haven't heard from you in a little while, Dennis. It's nice to hear from you, man. It is. It's good to hear from you. All right. We'll... Uh, Last question. We'll do this question here, and then, yeah, we'll uh, circle back to the cigars and find out, uh, I, I, you know, I think it's almost time that we find out the winner of this thing. So I think so as why well. Don't, why don't we do this question here? Hello, guys. This is Noah, a.k.a. Mr. Z49. I'm calling to ask you guys, what cigar have you smoked more than any other cigar? 
for me, it would be the the Drone 3000 series in natural. I'm uh, looking forward to hearing your responses. Keep up the good work. Okay. okay. So my obvious answer, because... I know based off the sheer number of boxes that are currently propping up Jeff's uh, ex-wife bed frame, uh, the uh, Perdomo 10th anniversary reserve champagne uh, in the Super, Super Toro. Toro yep. Um, I know I've purchased a number of those boxes, and I've smoked a lot of them. And uh, we can get into the whole bed frame thing here in a minute if we want. But but um, those things came in hand. Well, okay. So she bought she bought this new bed. And it was one of the it now. bed in a box deals. And Trent, it came with the jankiest frame that I've ever yeah. seen. And all it took <laughs> were the dogs like wrestling, jumping on the bed to break the Your frame and knock it off. Was in on that too? Yeah, she, she was in on it, winding them up. But, she was wrestling with them. <laughs> so what we actually did is we took uh, like cigar boxes. Says, like how he says, "We." It was actually him. Well, she helped. <laughs> I was on the floor and she was handing. She supervised. But we basically. <laughs> Put in four different places under the bed. We just stacked up cigar boxes, and it has shored that up and uh, you know made it like new. So I found it. I found a use for Nick's extra Super Toro champagne boxes. But, but but that's not it. He actually called me up and said, "Hey, I need enough. What what did you tell? How many more? I needed I needed uh, three more. He, yeah, he's like, "Hey, I need three more of these boxes. Can you get me those?" And I'm just like, "Dude, do you realize you're asking me to buy?" $680 worth of cigars in order for you to shore up a bed frame? You'll smoke them. I know, but that's a lot of money for me to... She could go out and literally buy a new bed could frame. drop it once. She, True. She could buy a new bed frame for the cost of these three cigar boxes to prop she up the bed She could buy a whole new frame. bed for the cost that's of those three boxes. That's my point. See, you could have sent Jeff to a cigar lounge where he could just buy, you know... Two, three, two or three dollar boxes. <laughs> There's another thought, Jeff. Get I did do that. Something, go over there and see if Dan's got some extra I'll boxes. Have to dig through. Well, we've got enough now. Golly. Yeah, I used. <laughs> I I broke out some other ones and we made it work. Anyway. Hey, hey, redneck engineer in there. He wanted them to match. He wanted. Them it was to more match. stable. Well, everybody lifts all up the, the bed thing. skirt. You yeah. gotta, you know, it's got all look good. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Look, anyway, it's got to look good still. <laughs> All right. All right. So, guys, what 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 cigar have you smoked more than any other cigar? I'm going to say the Perdomo Lot 23. That's a go-to stick. Really? Yep. I smoke a lot of those. I would have put you in the quorum camp. Well, well, those I, don't really. They count. He doesn't I, get boxes from them. But. Oh, yeah. that's true. <laughs> right. That's true. Darn no, right. No boxes. So he's looking to get boxes. But yeah, of, of the cigars I smoke. Which put I, the box part in his mind. Exactly. You got <laughs> always got to have a plan. Um, but no, the Lot 23. The Lot 23 and the uh, uh, the Factory Tour blend. Those are, those are two that I, I smoke a lot of. Okay. I would say for pr- me, probably either the... McAuliffe Medallia or the Alec Bradley Tempest Nicaragua. Okay. Which is a fantastic stick. I love that one. Um, probably one of those two. Now, I will say as of late for Kristen, I've been doing a lot of the uh, Leather Rose. Because we've gone through, well, she's gone through almost three boxes of those since they came out. Yeah, but you're not the one plowing through those. <laughs> I do. Pl- I do. I just smoke them occasionally. 
I'm not real big but on the, the flavored is, sticks. What but, cigar have yeah. you smoked more than any other? I was just saying that's that's one that she is. I'm I'm throwing her okay. out there too. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, that is one that I have not tried. I I have one, and I've got it. I've got it in my infused humidor. I have a humidor that has the infused. I'm sticks, now running you know, an infused one and a regular I'm, as well. I'm not really an infused cigar smoker, but I've I've heard good things about that stick, and I've came across it at a shop one day and was like yeah i'll pick one up you know try it at some point used to be a fat bed and body or fat bed i can't even talk fat bed fat bottom betty guy but (laughs) that one's too sweet for me but the leather rose is just almost perfect balance for me yeah a lot of people have have really enjoyed the leather leather rose um i've heard a lot of good things from yeah i look forward to trying it don't normally smoke uh, infused cigars. They they, you know, have mm. have enjoyed uh, the leather rose. So I don't know. For what it's yeah. worth, it's it's a cigar that's that's definitely good. So yeah, it definitely caught on because it's hard to find. Well, guys, this yeah. uh, that would be this week's Ask the Boys. Make sure you get us your questions by calling the uh, hotline at area code 863-874-0000 and get your questions well, Nick- into us. I actually have an in-person Ask the Boys oh, question. God. Oh, God. I, I, oh. I, had thought about, I had thought about calling this in a couple of times, but oh. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be on the, sto- on the show. I'm just going to okay. ask it okay, in person. Okay. So, right. uh, this is going to be awkward. So <laughs> I know right now during all the COVID stuff and everything, a lot of churches have been going to doing to broadcasting their services online and mm-hmm. things like that. You know, Facebook Live, or, you know, recording, putting it on YouTube afterwards. So Pastor Barnaby... Do any of his sermons go online to where, you know, is there any way of us, you know, like I'm in Georgia, I can't get up to the St. Louis area to to visit his church to see one of his services. Are there, is there any way of watching one of uh, Pastor Barnaby's sermons, you know, virtually, you know, digitally? um, Uh, The last time he did a sermon on our show, (laughs) because we are court ordered to give him a sermon. Yeah. Uh time because somebody gave Once him my quarter. cigar yeah he he uh know, he did that at the me. end of the christmas episode yes right? yes. yes yeah and that yep. was disturbing <laughs> at best <laughs> i know for a fact we're going to be hearing from him again come easter time because you know yes. why wouldn't you but um yeah i would say um that's that's something that maybe jeff can throw out to him um he and i are they don't really they're on, not on speaking not terms speaking terms you know um, yeah you can you still not get within 500 feet of him? Dude, he stole my cigars. Not once, but twice. I mean, <laughs> you beat up a pastor. He deserved it. Um, I watched it go down, Trent. It was. Dude, he stole, he stole never my cigars seen anything like it. Twice. These two twice. fat bastards rolling around in the grass in the backyard. I was wailing on that guy, dude. Oh, my God. I mean, he got a couple of licks this in, too. a fury in there, yeah. dude. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I, um, you know what? And I wish I'd had the presence of mind to record it. Like video it, and I I didn't even think about it till it was over. You know, I I also would have would say that I expected better from a pastor than to fight dirty. But um, oh no, he was he was going for the eyes and crotch. I didn't, going for going for. I took a couple of good Dutch shots, and that was not not appreciated. But anyway, did um, you scroll tap you? Je- Jeff will Jeff will circle up with him and inquire about that. But that that's not a horrible idea. 
I mean, oh, yes, it is. <laughs> it's absolutely a horrible <laughs> idea <laughs> for him to start putting his information out on. Yes. out on the media. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know, know if the world's <laughs> ready for this. I don't know if we want to actually cultivate a real honest to God church out of that. <laughs> we get, we get, think of the tax breaks. That's true. The yeah. tax breaks could tax be enormous. Breaks. Anyway, and we could we we could then uh, have him do like marriages. You know, he could do the marriage ceremonies at cigar stores in the lounges. Oh, so like when? <laughs> no, this could be good. So when brands want to team up, kind of like. Uh, uh, Crown Heads and Drew Estates—they teamed up on the La Coalition. Maybe they yeah. have to come to the bit. Maybe they have to come to Barnaby in order to have the marriage ceremony take to get place the marriage between those cigar. two cigar companies. You know, I kind of yeah. like, I like that idea See? actually. Yeah, this is sick. There we go. This, is, this <laughs> right here has <laughs> ha- oh, ideas organically happen. Sick, but I like this. So. Anyway, all right. Well, now that, it's been asked that, the boys. That's been asked the boys. <laughs> So okay, guys, I'm down to the final third of both of these cigars. How are how I'm are nubbing you both it. progressing? You're nubbing. I'm nubbing uh, yeah. it. Yeah, I, I nubbed one out. And I'm finishing the nub on the other. Yep, I've got a winner. Yeah, they're same both here. they're both good cigars. Yeah, both great. Nick's just puffing away. I am puffing away, and it's a tough call. There's aspects of both <laughs> that I really really like, but. Um, who wants to go first? I think for my palate, I think I know which one I'm going to go with here. I say we let Trent go first. <sighs> but then if you and I go for the others, it's going to look like we're just beating up on the guest. But that's pretty <laughs> standard with the show. I mean, we could sandwich him. Okay, you want to do that? You want me to go first? Sure. Yeah, okay. you had yours first. You you knew early on. Yeah, I did. Um, they're both good cigars. I will smoke both of them again, probably many of both of them again. Oscar, I love you, brother, but I'm going Tadaskan. I'm going with the Tadaskan yellow. All right. Trent? I'm with Jeff. I'll also have to go for the Tadaskan, uh, you know, which... Like I said earlier on, you know, I, ha- I had the construction issues with the, the plan B, it, you know, and, and it may not have been a construction issue, you know, rolling wise, but it, you know, I had that flaking of the wrapper and, you know, like this is, as y'all can see, which it's an audio podcast, nobody else can, but, you know, the I, but by the end, but no, it's an by ex- the nub, but it yeah. is an exploded it, nub. It kind yeah. of explodes, you know, it, the wrapper completely came off. What yeah. was left of the wrapper toward the last third finally unraveled and came off. Yeah. I mean, it was still a great smoke. I mean, I enjoyed it. It would, you know, as a budget cigar, I would definitely smoke it again. But overall, I, you know, I'm a little further on the Tadascan than I even was on the Plan B when I dropped it in the ashtray. Um, I've, I got to go with it. Okay. And Nick? Well, kind of a moot point now. It is kind of a moot point, but, um, <laughs> you know, here's the thing. Again, Oscar's a, a good friend of the show, and he has mm-hmm. put together a really good uh, a really good stick with the Plan B Habano. But I think uh, we got to go with the clean sweep and give it to uh, JRE with the Tadascan Yellow Series. Tadascan. I think they, we have a that, winner. That spice from the Corojo kicks in. It just hits my mm-hmm. palate a little bit better. And um, ultimately, that, that little bit of spice really pushes this one over the edge. Pushes it over the edge, and 
And yeah, I just think it's one of those things where um, construction-wise, well, going back, we were talking earlier. My burn line on the uh, on the Plan B, it, it would get wavy, and I'd have to Wavier. slow down my smoking. Um, I was giving myself yeah. some hot spots when I was smoking it at my normal mm-hmm. speed. I had to slow it down. But the Tadascan, I'm able to smoke it at the same speed I normally smoke a cigar at. It has not had any sort of runs, no issues, no hot spots, nothing like that. Yeah. Um, it's just a really quality cigar. So, yeah, I think uh, I think Huso Aroa and the fine folks at JRE, um, they've put together a, an amazing cigar with the Tadascan Yellow Series, especially when you give it the uh, consideration that it's under 5 bucks. Yep. And I think it's uh, it's definitely something that needs to be rewarded. So, yeah, um, the winner of the Battle of the Budgets is the uh, – JRE Tadascan Yellow Series. Shout out to the fine people of Tadascan. There you go. <laughs> actually, you know, and and, and they're H- warriors, man. Husto actually had a little clip uh, about just your support of the people of Tadascan. So why don't we uh, why don't we hear that real quick? Okay. Hey, Gator. Thank you so much for uh, actually getting the name of Tadascan out there. You know, the people that spoke Tadascans are the bosses, the main bosses. So to all those Tadascan smokers, I appreciate you guys, and you're actually smoking a hell of a smoke. So thank you, Gator, again. I'm going to say right now, those people, it's a warrior race. It really is. Well, and when you're defending your homeland, I mean, there's there's no better cause. No better cause. No better cause. No better cause. Well, what other uh, – okay, I'm just trying to think of what other housekeeping we got to get to here. So, we so got, speaking of which, do we want to get into some conspiracies now? Or? Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, before, we, before we go down that rabbit hole, how about we give away some cigars? Let's do it. So, yeah. guys, it's time for the weekly giveaway where you get a pack of Martinez cigars. and You're going to love them. All you got to do to sign up for the weekly giveaway is be a part of the Cigar Pulpit newsletter list. Haven't really done anything with it up to now, but we are planning. Big plans. And uh, you're, you're premature on the drum roll there, buddy. I'm going to keep going until you do it. You're premature. Anyway, um, so <laughs> so get on the like list. like a helicopter. Get on the list, and you can uh, you can uh, win some cigars. And then once you uh, hear your name. God, that's distracting. <laughs> once you hear your name, all you have to do is send me an email by now. the following Monday just telling me your name and address and telling me that you're the winner and, and give me the address of where we need to uh, run out of steam, where we need to shoot those cigars out to. So this week's winner, Nico Z. Nico. Nico Z. Awesome. So, you have till Monday. Nico, you have till Monday. Get me your address and we will get uh, that shipped off uh, right away. That's so. awesome. <laughs> Now, Nick, I was trying to draw that out just to make him keep doing that, by the way. Make him have to keep doing the drum roll. I'm winded now. It's exercise. It's a little bit of upper body exercise for him. Sack. You could use it. Sack. Anyway. Um, Now, coming up on Friday's episode, we have another selection from My Monthly Cigars. We do. And what is My Monthly Cigars, Nick? My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get a box of cigars sent to your door every month. We uh we they come in a variety of size boxes. We get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for thirty dollars. They also have the El Presidente, which is eight cigars for fifty dollars. It's two of everything that's in the Robusto box, both of which are covered by the MSRP guarantee, which states that the value of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet uh or exceed the price of the box. Now, Trent, I don't know if you realize this, but if you use offer code pulpit P U L P I T, you get some money off. Yes. What do you get off, Nick? 
you get free shipping off the first box, and then you also get twenty percent off any That's right any of the items in his online store where he carries cigars and accessories. And Why other do you always stuff. look at me like that? Because you just throw me off so I'm bad. Trying to interject. Anyway, <laughs> mymonthlycigars.com. There you go. Yeah. And before we finish up here, we're going to bring Dan on. Yes, we are. And talk about the the budget bundles that he's curated. But before we do that, how do folks reach out to us on the socials? Why don't you do that, Jeff? Yeah, I'm going to botch that all to hell, and you know it. We're on <laughs> we're on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit, as well as on Instagram at Naked Gator, N E K K I D Gator. That is my page. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. You can reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com, and then make sure you get your questions into us through the Ask the Boys hotline at area code eight six three eight seven four. Zero 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 zero, and answer Trent's question. Tell us what your death cigars would be. <laughs> exactly. What what would if you knew that that was the last cigar you were ever going to have for the rest of your life? That was it. That was the last stick you're ever going to light up. What cigar would you want that to be? We want to know. And then uh, Trent, if people want to follow you on uh, Instagram or whatnot, how do they do that? So on Instagram, I am at this is my cigar account, and you can find me on Facebook under trent smith i'm in at decatur georgia but i don't really post cigar stuff on there much unless it's in one of the groups like the mcauliffe ambassadors group or uh smoking tobacco has a group as well so you know if y'all want to get on there y'all see every now and then me post stuff but usually i'm posting on instagram I, that's, that's so. what i use for my cigar account too i don't use facebook that, that much and that is like that's exactly why you know my of course, you know, again, full disclosure, I'm, you know, grew up Southern Baptist. My parents are not, they don't approve of the whole, you know, cigar smoking. I grew up American Baptist. Anything. I'm right there so, with yeah. you. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they don't approve of that. So whenever I, I first started, like, I had first started thinking about, like, posting more stuff on Instagram. And I was like you know what, I probably should do a different account. Just that way I don't, you know, don't have to listen to it if they get on there and see stuff. So, so you empathize. I figure with, that would be easier. So you empathize so with I, Pinky and her Pinky, yes, yes, exactly. And I, whenever y'all had first had her on, I had thought about messaging or, you know, calling Ask the Boys or something and mentioning that, that, you know, the fact that you can do a separate account and that's, you know, and that's what she's done now, so... So yeah, I am. I'm right with right there with her. And that so. account is Pinky Smokes Cigars. It is. Yep. yep. We need to get her back on yep. again. People, I have followed people her. enjoy her on the show. I think more than you and I. She classes up the. joint. She does class up the joint. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. She. I've enjoyed the episode y'all had her on. Yeah, it's good. Very cool. Well, let's She's uh, good let's, people. let's bring Dan in here for a moment to yeah, talk about say, the. Let's uh, bring Dan on to talk about the uh, the battle of the budgets and uh, kind of how things have gone here. Dan the Man Pounder, how the hell are you? Doing just great, guys. How you doing? doing Not too bad. Good. Meet Trent. Trent. I don't know if you've talked before. Good to be here before. with you, Dan. Hey, we, nice to see you. We nice to have you. met on a, a Zoom herf or two before, I think. I, I know the the uh, Cigar Pulpit Cigars Zoom herf back in, what, October, I think? That's we, right. We met yes. on there. Yep, I remember that. Dan, Dan finally got let in after he had... Oh. Sat there in the waiting room for well, a while because you know, he was just under iPhone. And yeah, again, we all have to yeah. apologize because <laughs> we true. got we got attacked that night. We did. We got hacked yeah. that night. Yeah, we, we two had different Antifa people. And the Russians all yes. trying to come in on us. Yeah, yeah. Playing, that, that their, playing their jazz me. music yeah. and whatnot. <laughs> it was so, bizarre. Uh, it really was weird. 
And then, and then, so, yeah, uh, but then when Dan was Nick trying was to, being very, very discretionary, you know, about who he let in. So, and then when Dan's phone, it just said iPhone. It didn't say your name. So we did. We didn't know. <laughs> yeah. who, we thought it was the Russians coming yeah. in to play more music. He just left him waiting in the waiting room for like. 20 minutes or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's somewhat <laughs> complimentary when the Russians hack into your call. I mean, there's got to be something important being discussed at that time. Otherwise, why would they even mess around? That's you know how what? I looked at it. I like that. Yeah. Anyway. So, Dan, Tadaskan Yellow Series take, well, takes the win. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, two really, really great cigars. I mean, the, that mm-hmm. Oscar Plan B yep. and just just a great smoke. And uh, the Tadaskan yellow series uh which we have in a tray here at the store and multiple sizes i think comes in four sizes Mm. and uh we're smoking the churchill um i actually got a churchill uh i actually uh smoked right along with you guys during the show oh did you and that's awesome um, and i'm down to the nub on both of them and what what uh, what was your pick (laughs) of the two or did you have one you know it, it would be really really difficult i'm glad i didn't have to select one um but it's probably good for the retailer. To that's not true. Yeah, it's but true. Uh, he's glad he didn't have to be the one to break up y'all's uh, wrestling match. Yeah. And, exactly. No, and they, end up being the third party. So. They were uh, they were both outstanding. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I, I can't uh, disagree with your guys' decision. I mean, both of them were winners in my in my book. But uh, somebody's got to go home with the with the prize. And uh, I think you guys did a good job picking which one it was. But boy, I'll tell you, out of the sixteen altogether. I think they were all really, really good cigars, they were, yep. and not, not, and you know, I mean, this thing's been going on what six months now, guys. Started in August, four, maybe five. something like that. Yeah, seven. So wow. we had the seven because y'all did, we had, we had y'all the, did four the, months of four with the sweat sixteen. Yep, yep. And then, uh, and then the funnel four had two months. Yep, and then yeah. now the championships. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. Seven months we've been doing this, and you know, to think of this idea, I think. And and Nick, you, you should probably tell a story. I guess I guess you were scrambling for content that week, and you just yeah. brought this thing out of the out of the blue, and it, it right took, out of it his took ass. off like wildfire. This is something. Yeah, there, we had we had a guest not show or something happened. I don't remember what it was. We had maybe. something happen, and Jeff and I were getting ready to sit and record uh, for that Tuesday, and I just we, Jeff and I have been tossing around the yep. idea of doing something. With the budget bundle yeah. cigars, but we didn't quite know what. And I, it was one of those deals where I was driving around delivering my newspapers and we had to figure out something. The and idea sparked. This idea just kind of came to mind. I'm like, screw it, let's do this. And we, I mean, you can go back to those early episodes of the Battle of the Budgets. We literally talked out the process of how this was all going to work as we were doing it. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. we went into that first episode. It wasn't episode. a well thought out plan. No, we went into that first episode <laughs> with really just four cigars and no plan whatsoever. And it and it has worked out to where now we have a nice tournament of 16 really good cigars. Yep. And we've kind of paired through them and found there's the, not uh, one of the 16 that i wouldn't smoke again like i didn't find a cigar I'm like oh i'm never touching that there's you gonna disagree with me yeah i am actually okay. there, was, <laughs> there, there was well there, you know me though i'll nah, smoke a lot cheaper than i you also will. know you and i know that you don't remember all 16 <laughs> no <laughs> but i but i but I, none of them stand out bad there was one that i'm not gonna that if you go back and listen you can you can you couldn't figure it out, but there was one that I would say just I had a poor smoking experience with, and uh, it wasn't. But you know what? I don't want to get into that. 
I want to celebrate the Tadascan Yellow Series and how good it is and how we have, uh, through three different rounds, the, the as he said, the Sweat 16, the Funnel 4, and now the championship, yep. that cigar has gone up against some really, really good contenders. Stiff and competition. Stiff yeah. competition, and, and it won out all all those times. So. And those have been smoked in all yep. weathers. I mean, you've had oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. umpteen mile-an-hour winds and on the well, porch and, and, and <laughs> probably multiple locations you've the, done yep. this at. The Tadascan Yellow Series was in the very first round of cigars. So mm-hmm. in that round... The Tadascan went up against the uh, the Abco Miami Toro from mm-hmm. Alec Bradley. Bradley. It went up against the um, uh, Camacho, the OHN, and it went up against the uh, Tobacco's Baez Baez Siri SF Toro. Yeah. Um, and then you <clears throat> know, my I'm, father's cigar is what that was. Okay, and and then uh, and then obviously the Tadascan was in that round. So then you take it to the. Uh, the Funnel 4, and it went up against the uh, Perdomo Fresco. Yep. And then, obviously, now against the Oscar Plan B Habano. And I'll tell you, it, you had some really good cigars going up against it, and it, it won out. So. Well, it was a great competition, yeah. and I'll tell you what. Uh, you guys asked earlier about the price. I went and checked, and there's three, three cents difference we charge between the two cigars. Oh, wow. Really? Four forty-seven yeah. for the Tadascan. Now, if you're in certain states and it's available, it's going to maybe be less because we got tobacco, tobacco tax yeah. and stuff like that. So you're talking, yeah. you know, high threes, mid fours is what you're looking for, something like that. And to win a contest, and you know, we've talked at nauseum about the uh, importance of having a bundle cigar in your rotation to dollar cost mm-hmm. average yep. and things like we've talked about at at length. And won't go into that all again, but my God, to think that high threes, mid fours, you can have yourself a, a smoke like that and enjoy, and a, and an award winning cigar at that at that point right now. Yep, my there God, go. we have just awarded an award. We have, yes. Woo! And then uh, it's interesting. In February, before COVID, um, I actually went down to uh, the Aurora factory in Honduras, mm. and I went down there. I think about February nineteenth. And uh, Usto was down there, met us at the airport, was down there with about 10 other retailers. And they bring the retailers down. If you go on a, on a cigar journey, safari, trip, factory tour, typically it's in the January, February range. The, the crops are, uh, you know, almost head tall. And uh, you get to see the seeds. And you get to see the whole process because they're rolling, they're bunching, they're processing, they're storing in the barns. And you get around to all that. And I'll tell you what, it is an unbelievable off-the-charts factory. I've been to uh, five now, I guess, in Dominican Republic, and then the one in Honduras and one in the Bahamas. And I'll just tell you what, it was just unbelievable. They have a Bear Crop Science certified program. I think there's seven or eight years into it. And then I got to meet uh, the legendary uh, Don Julio Aurora, the father of Christian Aurora, You'll know him from Asylum 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then Usto and his dad, Julio, are doing the uh, JRE. Uh, JRE is uh, Julio R. Aurora, and CLE is Christian L. Aurora. And it's just fantastic. I mean, they started, uh, they uh, had the Camacho brand for a while and then sold off the Davidoff. And they kept the tobacco. If you go down there, they'll tell you, you know, they're farmers. They have... Um, 
uh, a lot of acreage down there, a lot of tobacco they're growing. And then they've got that original authentic Corojo seed, which comes from, I believe, Corojo, Cuba. Uh, and, uh, and they got, uh, their hands on that, on that seed and they turned around and they, uh, uh, put it in the ground and it just makes a, a fantastic, fantastic cigar. So you got everything from the, uh, uh, the Corojo, uh, uh, Reserva which we smoke a lot, yep. the Aladino Corojo Reserva, which is the three leaves from the crown of the plant, all the way down to the yellow series um, premium bundle budget cigar, and uh, and then many other uh, brands and blends in between with the Tadascan. And, of course, the Aladino. I think you guys remember when I brought the Aladino back, to the states, uh, we were some of the first ones to smoke that those yep. samples yep. that came out of there in February, and we all fell in love with it. it was instant love at first. The Cameroon, the Cameroon, yeah. the yeah. Aladino Cameroon, oh, such so, a good cigar. So, uh, and I think that's even made some of your. Uh, I think that might have made your top five. It did. Uh, it made yep. your, yeah. in the thing, and it so. would have made mine, but I knew you were going to. You knew it I was going to take it. Yeah, I figured I'd just <laughs> you know pick something else. And I don't know that I've ever seen a a, a, a time when. Um, Nick has come in here and not grabbed a, uh, a JRE cigar. So I just had a Corojo uh, Reserve up here last night with you, actually. Yeah, yeah yep. we were here. So <laughs> anyway, uh, tremendous tournament. Congratulations on, on pulling this thing off. Um, it's, it was a lot of work on you guys, and I, I, I applaud you guys for putting the tournament together and, uh, and the brackets. But uh, a winner was crowned today. Huh? There you go. It was. It was. Well, and, and all of these cigars that we've talked about say, are well, available here at Riverman Cigar Company. I believe so. I mean, yeah. quanti- the- quantities may vary, yeah. you know, Obviously. but but yeah, I mean they all they all came from from Dan the man over at Riverman. And That's I'm right. sure you've yeah. heard us all three of us talk about the uh the commitment to the to the premium bundles and uh you know, you go to a lot of stores and we've talked about this before on the show where you might just see one bundle. It might be in the corner, and there's not a lot of attention to it. And uh, like I've told this story a couple times on the cast here where, um, you know, when I started inquiring about it, uh, especially with COVID being where I started seeing more people sell or buy more cigars, and Dave confirmed that, and he does a lot more volume than we do here. And uh, Are you, you talking know, about Dave over at Two Guys? Dave, yeah, Dave, Dave Groffalo, yeah. He mentioned how important it was, and I, I told him probably about 25% of what we're selling right now is bundles, and I think his numbers are about the same. And I think he even said on the show of a few episodes past that he could he could make a living off of just selling the bundles. So, yep. Uh, anyway, uh, it was great to be part of this. I want to thank both you guys for uh, including us, and uh, I think it was a, a real success. And look forward to the next project that you guys come up with uh, in terms of what's uh, what needs to be uh brought to the attention of the listeners and and uh and the cigar community in general but uh no pressure but, jeff yeah, yeah no pressure <laughs> <laughs> well dan we really want to thank you for uh for supplying the uh the cigars you know helping us out and finding these 16 and uh being a being a great sponsor of that and everything else thank you very much guys thank, thank you, you. Well, Trent, brother, thanks again for coming on with us, man. Yeah, man, we really appreciate. Yeah, thanks you for having me. Taking the time out and uh, smoking the cigars, and you know, potentially being the guy that was going to prevent me from getting shanked. Thankfully, we didn't need to do that. <laughs> so, here, Trent, just to let yep. you know, 
I was ready. Oh my god, he does have his knife with him. Oh. <laughs> he can't get the blade. Uh, that's. Though. I mean, now I got the lock on. He's got the lock on it. So. I carry one every oh day. Oh my god! <laughs> right there, brother. <laughs> oh my. I don't know if you can see it. I like how I'm the only one that's City not, boy Nick doesn't, nope. doesn't get it. Not carrying a knife to a knife. Dude, fight, so. a, a gentleman should always have a pocket knife and a hanky. <laughs> I have a face. You learned that You learned that growing up on, as a country boy. I have Look, a, right there. Oh, my God, he does. Trent <laughs> <laughs> has both. Oh, well, perfect. Well, Trent, seriously, man, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, yeah, I now, appreciate now, y'all having me. We, we did touch on this in the beginning. Uh, Trent's here as the winner of our Christmas Carol contest. So, guys, if you haven't gone and listened to our Christmas episode, you need to go back and listen to that because Trent did some some pretty awesome drunken renditions. He of some, put uh, in the man hours Christmas carols all all themed around the show here, and he did. He put in the man hours. He he actually not came up with not just one but even two songs, two entries, and uh, and yeah. they both made it into the top three. Two first and third. Yeah, but I'll tell you the the do you smell what I smell. That was that was the one that I think we had to. There was there was no question. You know, when we heard that, we we're like, "Well, boy, this is a winner." Yeah. So you yep. put See, a lot of thought lie. into that. When I heard the other one as third, I was sitting there. I was like, "Is that the only one that made it in?" I was like, "Because, because, because I knew. I mean, to me, the other one was better. You know, the the Twelve Days of Christmas one was kind of an afterthought. I had already done the other one, and I yeah. was like, you know what? I'll come up with it. You know, I've still got a week left. I'll come up with another one and there you go. call Might it well. in too, you know, call it in. And <laughs> so I went ahead and just did both of them. But, uh, so you're sitting back wondering yeah, I, if like, I was, you know, I just got shanked. What happened? I know that that's what I was. I was like, really, really that, that one came out higher than the other one. But then I, you know, heard that the other one got first. So I was like, okay, well that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> And we appreciate everybody that entered that. Yes, you know that everybody put a lot of thought into it. It was it was pretty cool. It was fun. Yep. So. so I am curious, Nick. You said y'all had a number of entries. What would that number be? Oh, that's that's undisclosed. It's top secret. Yeah. We, have, we have to keep that to ourselves. Yep. But I know. Um, you know, some were like I said, some were not quite. Somewhere, I knew you said you had some audio quality yeah, issues. Yeah, some were audio stuff quality. Some were, yeah. I mean, and let's be real, Jeff and I pushed the envelope on something. Some of these pushed the envelope so far that it was a little far for us. So we're just going to. And you know, if I'm going to censor something, just imagine. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah so, I can only imagine it. So we kind of we kind of had some discretionary choices and everything. But yeah, so I mean, you know, there were a number. But, but yeah. yeah, after listening to them. You know, uh, the two of us and and Nick over at my monthly all kind of came to yep. the conclusion that I don't think we could have beaten the uh, the Do you smell what I smell? And for me, the <laughs> thing that really threw it over cigar, and, and, cigar, yeah. But like you know, it was a good it was a good song. <laughs> but but the thing that really threw it over was the first time Jeff and I listened to it, and you got to the verse from Larry the Mute, and you Larry's just went, verse, and you went quiet. Jeff's all like, "Oh no, I think something happened to his audio," and I'm like. No, you idiot. Larry's talking. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I mean, for whatever reason, it didn't click Completely with it. Completely went over my head. And oh, my God. That, that made it was it. gold. So, gold. It was gold. So. Well, hey, man, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Big congratulations to uh, Husto Aroa and the fine folks at JRE for the yeah. uh, the win for Tadascan Yellow Series. But we were, really want to thank you, Trent, for coming on and spending some time with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was it was a lot of fun. Awesome, man. Awesome. It was great to great to get to meet you. 
and delve into everything here on the cast I like mean, this. We've, kind of, we've met him. On yeah. the herve. Yeah. But, but I can't wait to get down yeah. to Atlanta and actually sit and smoke a cigar well, that, with you. That's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Y'all. Y'all got to plan that up sometime. Whoa. This has got to be a, a stop on the traveling free evangelical show. revival. That's yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to bring a casserole. <laughs> well, you're Baptist. I can do that. He's ready. <laughs> I can do that. I can, Dude, I'm like, yeah. What, you're, what kind you're of like casserole me, you want? We if, got. If you're like me, you can the list of recipes in ready. the trunk. Oh yeah, just in case an all yep. day singing breaks out. <laughs> oh my! That's growing a Baptist right there. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. And I'm Trent. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. <laughs>